Hey there, neighbor. Welcome to Good Life News, a weekly podcast where we talk about ideas, living the abundant Christian life, and God's wonderful, wonderful love. I'm your host, Pastor Lauren Fenton, an old farm kid, Bible student, preacher of grace, husband of one, father of two, papa for five, and really just another pilgrim headed for home. I'm so glad you've clicked in to join me on this journey today. Let's walk together for a few minutes and see what we can discover on the way to the kingdom. Are you ready? Let's go! Greetings once again, friends. This is episode three of the podcast. The title of this week's episode is My Brother's Love. This is the second of a three-episode series focusing on and exploring our understanding of God, including thoughts about the Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. On the campus of Father Flanagan's Boys' Home near Omaha, Nebraska, there stands a small statue of one young boy carrying another on his back. Not entirely clear from the statue, but the reason for the one boy carrying the other is that the smaller one is crippled. His legs didn't function well, and he had difficulty walking. One day, as Father Flanagan was walking across the campus, he saw this scene in real life with the older boy carrying his friend. The priest stopped and chatted with the two for a few minutes, and in the course of the short conversation, Father Flanagan remarked to the older boy that it must be difficult to carry someone else around on his back like that. The young man didn't miss a beat, and he answered quickly, He ain't heavy, Father. He's my brother. Those words are inscribed on the base of the statue, commemorating that momentary but profound statement. Father Flanagan was so struck with the wisdom and attitude of this student and his cheerful love for the younger boy that he shared the story far and wide to illustrate the mission of Boys Town, USA. Eventually, that little encounter grew into a major theme for the ministry. I have personally visited Boys Town, and I've seen that statue with my own eyes. Such a beautiful concept expressed in real life for one young man for another. He ain't heavy, Father. He's my brother. Last week, I shared a bit about my childhood home, a big old house in the farming community near Outlook, Washington. I mentioned that I was the fourth of four children born to Claude and Oral Fenton. I had two older sisters and a brother that was about 28 months older than me. I guess we had a fairly normal brother-to-brother relationship. We were totally loyal to each other, but between the two of us, we were pretty fierce, struggling competitors. We did carry each other, as brothers will, but we also had some pretty horrific fights. Burl was far more athletic than me. He did much better in active sports, for instance, than I ever could. He loved basketball, which was very active, and I was more of a football lineman type. He was also a much superior musician. He played the 120 bass, piano, keyboard, accordion very well, and he could instantly tell if I played a wrong chord on my guitar after I had learned to play it in later years. When he got married, 
Burl asked me to be his best man. And when my turn came a few years later, I was proud for him to stand with me at my wedding as well. When I finished seminary training with my Master Divinity degree, I can still hear the admiration in his voice as he said, Lauren, I'm proud of you. You can't imagine how much that meant to me then and still means to me now. Sadly, Burl's life ended far too soon. He died at the early age of 43 from liver failure. We have never found the cause for his condition, but it was a sad day for our family and his many friends when he breathed his last. His life impacted the lives of people from all levels of society in the Yakima Valley, from bankers and businessmen to fellow farmers and hired hands to his Native American neighbors of the Yakima Indian tribe, to his high school classmates, as well as extended circles of family, friends, and many loved ones. My brother Burl was well-loved, and I know he loved me. If it would ever have been necessary for him to carry me for whatever reason, I know I could have heard him gladly say, He ain't heavy, he's my brother. And yet, the Bible tells us that we have a friend that sticks closer than a brother. Proverbs 18.24 That friend is Jesus. He even calls us his brothers and sisters. The writer of Hebrews in chapter 2 verse 11 wrote this, So now Jesus and the ones he makes holy have the same father. That's why Jesus is not ashamed to call them his brothers and sisters. This is from the New Living Translation. The Old Testament Isaiah's prophetic pen recorded these immortal words nearly 700 years before the birth of Jesus. Here it is. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Isaiah 9, verse 6. The child of Isaiah's prophecy was Jesus, who is also called Emmanuel, God with us. He was, in fact, the one who created the heavens and the earth. We're told this in Colossians 1, verses 16 and 17, where it says, By him, that is Jesus, all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible. And he is before all things, and in him all things consist. Another identity of Jesus is that he was the Word of God. John 1, 1-3 states it this way, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. And then in verse 14, of the same chapter, John chapter 1, it says the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. 
Let's pause just a moment and consider what it means for Jesus to be called the only begotten of the Father. This expression is translated from a Greek word, monogonese, which literally translated means the only one of a kind. In other words, because Jesus is both fully human and fully God, he is totally unique. There is no one else in heaven or earth that is like him. He is completely like us in his humanity, but he is also completely like God in his divinity. As a human standing in for Adam, Jesus won the victory over temptation and sin where Adam failed. Jesus gave up his life as the sacrificial lamb that takes away the sin of the world, John 1.29. And he ascended to heaven as our elder brother, where he serves as our great high priest in the heavenly sanctuary. The writer of the New Testament book of Hebrews says this, So then, since we have a great high priest who has entered heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to what we believe. This high priest of ours understands our weaknesses, for he faced all of the same testings we do. Yet he did not sin. So let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. There we will receive his mercy, and we will find grace to help us when we need it most. This is Hebrews 4, verses 14 to 16, and again this is from the NLT, the New Living Translation. The Apostle Paul wrote to the Christian believers in Ephesus, and this is found in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 20. He said that God the Father seated him, that is Christ, at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. Then, wonder of wonders, a few verses later, Paul writes that God also raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That's Ephesians chapter 2, verse 6. And Jesus himself told the disciples after his resurrection, All authority, or power, has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Matthew twenty-eight eighteen. So, let's summarize and review these few thoughts about Jesus. One, Jesus is completely at peace calling you and me his brothers and sisters. Two, the child of Isaiah's prophecy was Jesus, who is also called Emmanuel, meaning God with us. Number three, he is the word of God, the one through whom all things were created and are sustained. Number four, he is the monogonese, the only one of a kind, the only begotten Son of the Eternal Father. Number five, He is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And number six, He is our great High Priest in heaven today, representing our needs to the Father of grace and truth and delivering the gifts of the Father's love to us through the constant presence of the Holy Spirit. I can almost imagine Jesus telling the Father about me. 
He ain't heavy, Father. He's my brother. Indeed, friend, Jesus is our heavenly brother, who loves us more than any cost or any trial. The Son of God came to earth and became the Son of Man, so he could take our place on the cross of sin and shame. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. And in exchange for our record of sin, he gives us his own record of righteousness. All we have to do is accept his invitation to join the family. I'd invite you to do that right now, right where you are. Just say to him, Jesus, I confess that I'm a sinner. I need your forgiveness, and I accept your gift of purity, righteousness, and your promise of eternal life. Please come into my heart as you have promised. Amen. And you know, friend, I can almost hear the Savior say, Welcome home, my brother. Welcome home, my sister. Welcome home. Well, thank you so much for listening today. I pray that you have been blessed. Next week, we'll conclude this short series focused on understanding more about God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And since next week will be the third in the series, we will be studying more about the Holy Spirit. And I truly hope that you can join me for that. So we've come to the end of this episode of the Good Life News Podcast. If you would like to comment or join the conversation about today's content, please visit our website at www.goodlifenews.life. I'd love to hear your thoughts and observations. On the website's blog page, you can also find a complete transcript of the most recent episode, which will always be posted at the top of the page. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and other podcast platforms. If you'd like to help out in this ministry, it's incredibly helpful if you'd leave a nice rating or review on your platform of choice. Thanks for listening, and be sure to tune in again next week as we continue our journey exploring more about God's love, His amazing grace, and the incredible good news of the everlasting gospel. Until then, walk in peace, live in hope, and hold your treasures with open hands.